0: Hello, lovely listeners, and welcome to COVID Tales. I am your host, Matthew Abbott, and for today's episode, I will guide you through a tale of adjusting to teaching online and looking at some statistics on people's health. This tale of discovery is brought to you by Faye Cross, who is my biology teacher, and I'll let her introduce herself. Uh, Would you like to introduce yourself? Sure.
1: I'm Faye Krause. Um, I'm a registered dietitian and also an an adjunct professor at the University of Mary Washington.
0: So what was it like transitioning to online teaching?
1: It was a little scary at first just because I'm not the most tech savvy person in the world. um, And I much prefer being face to face if possible. Um, but it wasn't bad. I mean, we were given some great tools, you know, to help us make that transition. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of like with all of what we've had to do with the pandemic, we just kind of had to make it work as best we could. So it, it's not been too bad.
0: So did you pick up any hobbies or have any hobbies to keep yourself busy during these times?
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I actually probably really started running more, you know, with just more time, especially in the beginning when all of this started and we were all at home a lot. Um, I was able to get outside a lot more um, you know, and do a lot more running and walking than I had had been. So and that was good, of course, helping with all the things, stress relief and also of course, my health. So that's probably the thing that I increased the most was just my activity.
0: Okay, and when COVID shut down the gyms, did that affect your workout routine at all?
1: Um, not really. Um, I've been a runner for many years, so I much prefer to be outside anyway. Um, and I've always, you know, done workouts at home, so really that didn't change too much for me. Um, And in the midst of all of it, we moved to a new area. So, um, you know, that took up a lot of time as well. So now I was still able to kind of keep my same routine.
0: So do you have any tips or recommendations for people who want to stay healthy during this pandemic?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, Probably the biggest thing is you know, really looking at your activity level. Um, Many studies have shown that being active can really help to uh, support your immune system. So I've done a lot of talks, you know, via Zoom, of course, throughout the pandemic. And that's one of the things I always encourage people to do, either to continue being active, or if they're not currently to you know, try to get outside and walk, um, not only for the health benefits, but the mental health benefits, um, because it's been very stressful for all of us. You know, it was, um, it's been scary times. So um, it kind of gives you that twofold uh, benefit, but also um, really looking at your overall diet and just, you um, looking at how well you're supporting your immune system with food, one of the biggest things we can do is have more fruits and vegetables. So, you know, pre-pandemic, the numbers were pretty sad as, as to how many uh, adult Americans are getting the recommended number of fruits and vegetables a day. It was, um, it's even more important now to make sure that we're getting that, you know, at minimum of five servings a day, three vegetables and two fruits. Um, They contain so many vitamins and minerals and phytonutrients, which are things you can only get in plant foods. So really, that is one of the key things that will help to boost um, and keep your immune system strong. Um, And then also just the other two factors would be stress, you know, and trying to find ways to manage your stress. Um, stress can do a lot to our bodies. And, you know, I don't know of one person that hasn't been affected by this pandemic, um, you know, somewhat negatively, just because it is something many of us have never experienced. So being able to really focus on taking care of yourself um, and doing things that uh, really help your stress level, whatever that might be, you know, for some people, it might be getting out and walking. For some people, it might be taking time to just sit in a book or to you know meditate or whatever the case might be, whatever you find uh, helps to relieve stress. it's important that we're doing that. And then finally, sleep is the other kind of of the four pillars that I really encourage people to look at. What are your sleep habits? Um, so many studies have shown that if you're not getting good sleep, Uh, on a consistent basis, then that can really negatively impact your immune system as well. So um, just trying to do all the things to help sleep better, you know, turning off your phone and computers and all the things that would have that blue light that kind of helps to keep our brain going. So we want to limit those things at least an hour before we're going to bed and kind of have a a good sleep routine so that it makes it more likely that we'll get a uh, restful sleep.
0: So I know before this interview, you said that you had some statistics that you printed out. So do you wanna present those?
1: Yeah, sure. I was just looking at, you know, cause we had talked about whether or not people are eating out more or cooking more at home. And I think there's a yes to both things and to some degree, but um, this is uh, something that I found that says seven in 10 consumers say that they're going to keep cooking at home after the pandemic. Um, so it was like 71% saying that they're going to continue to cook. So I, I don't know the number before the pandemic, but that's probably definitely a higher number. Uh, that's one of the things as a dietitian that Uh, most of my clients struggle with is, you know, really getting meals on the table on a consistent basis with our very, very busy lives. So um, the other thing is, it looks like people are wasting less food, um, which is fantastic. So there's a little bit more focus on, you know, food waste and being more uh, diligent about not wasting food, which I found to be a A very positive um, statistic but there are you know there are still a lot of um, you know I guess when we first began the pandemic and shut down you know of course we all were eating at home because restaurants and everyone had to close Um, and so people had no choice but to start getting a little more creative you know the shelves we're not as full at the store. There were things that we just couldn't get that we normally don't have any trouble with, other than toilet paper, right? Some of the foods we couldn't get, so um, I think people got a little more creative in the kitchen and figuring out ways uh, to, to you know, to cook. Um, so that's been an actual positive, I guess. Throughout this, in my opinion, is having more people spend some time in the kitchen. Um, but the another study I looked at said people are getting increasingly tired of always cooking at home. So um, currently takeout and delivery orders are significantly increased. Um, and again, part of that I think is, you know, people wanting to support uh, your local restaurants, which is fantastic. And then there's also the other piece of it that, you know, uh, people do get tired of cooking at home all the time. So I think it's probably a little bit of each. um, And we'll kind of see how, you know, how this will play out as we continue to be more open and the pandemic starts to wind down um, uh, sooner rather than later, we hope. But the fact that 71% of people in the U.S. say they continue, they want to continue to cook at home after the pandemic ends is very positive as far as I'm concerned. Um, so, you know, I think it, it can have benefits on both sides. A lot of people have changed their habits around eating. We know that this pandemic uh, in general affects people who have chronic health issues um, a little more severely. So people have kind of taken that to heart and, you know, um, there's that desire to want to improve their health. So um, another study I looked at said that 85% of people said they are doing something differently um, with cooking at home being one of those major changes. Also washing produce more, that was another trend, of course. So all those things that we, um, you know, along with washing our hands and wearing our masks, um, the things that we feel like can really help to protect us. So I don't know. I, I think I look at this as a positive, um, with more people trying to cook healthier and cook at home
0: more. Thank you for agreeing to do this interview.
1: Oh yeah, you bet. You bet. Thank you for asking. I appreciate it.
0: For the next episode I'll be interviewing my stepmom and how she adjusted to having to suddenly switch to working at home and also having to work in person but with a lot fewer people around. I'll see you then.